You're listening to a previously recorded episode of the Top Rope Review Show. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Welcome to episode 46 of the Top Rope Review, Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest-running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network, and we are broadcasting live from the new Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm your favorite podcast host, the myth, the legend, Josh Rambo Apocalypse Shram. <laughs> Anyone watch Straw? Oh, yeah. That Seth. Seth, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am joined in studio, as always, by... The number one host of a Psyduck tattoo. Oh, God. <laughs> so one, uh, one of one. All right. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to say your name or no? <laughs> no. I don't know who I am. It's Will. <laughs> uh... Bailey's favorite host. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> Ouch. And uh, Bailey's favorite Twitter valet, Tab. Oh, there you go. say Shelby's oh, favorite host. Oh, <laughs> That's what you should have said. said Mike's mom's favorite host. <laughs> <laughs> you should, no, you should have said Gene Simmons' favorite host. Oh, you would have yeah. got a little uh, idea about that. You should have said <laughs> Don't John like Coleman's mom's favorite angle. host. <laughs> and uh, we are joined in studio today. Our guest, Dominic. Regio, I almost said your name wrong. Uh, <laughs> uh, from Motown Mojo Live and Mess Bucket Comics. How's it going? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I love that intro. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. The, the uh, Rambo hype. Apocalypse? <laughs> yeah, no, that, no. Your intro, too. That was <laughs> great. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. The, uh, the show intro. Our, our theme yeah. song. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm used to getting compliments from our guests. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's tough. What are we drinking today, fellas? Wheat beer by Falling Down Beer Company. <laughs> And if you, and if, uh, One yeah. day, bring us Zenpan. That's all I ask. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so sad. I know. One of these days, I'm up before the show, I'm going to drive out there. Well, you know, they probably heard all those episodes where you were talking about how you didn't know the name of it, so they were it's offended. True. <laughs> and they just, they, they're not going to bring it to you because they, they, you thought like it was, he must not thought it was but, Sand Panda for like yeah, three months. Yeah, so make sure you go out there, order some Zen Panda, say Will yeah. sent you. They'll give you a weird look and then say ITD sent you. <laughs> get a dollar off. Or, or pod, yeah, or podcast to trade. Get a dollar <laughs> off your first beer. Um, also, um, another sponsor we want to talk about, Scarlet and Graves Clothing Company. Um, Scarlet and Graves provides us with all sorts of sweet duds. And if you go to their um, website, scarletandgraves.com, you can use our promo code TOPROPE10 to get 10% off your order. And if you order $35 uh, or more, you get free shipping as well. Make sure you listen to last week's episode where they were on. Yep. Yeah, we had uh, Ohio's for Killers on last week, and we were. That's uh, they owned the Scarlet and Graves clothing clothing line. So, 
It's a pretty uh, interesting episode. We talked about the gathering of the Juggalos for 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, for most of it. And then there was one lucky fan Which named uh, Matt Cross who won the contest to be on yeah. the show with us. Yeah, a big fan, Matt Cross. He <laughs> won the contest. Nice. Um, there's also a, there's a very heated... Uh, heated. Um, <laughs> we had a caller call in, uh, complain, uh, you know, talking trash about Ohio, and he was... Um, Handily dispersed by Dave Chris. Dave Chris wasn't having any of it, uh, so that's pretty interesting as well. Um, so before we get started, I just want to remind everybody: if you want to follow along on Twitter, you can uh, tweet us at Top Rope Review, um, or you can call us in the studio here. See if I can read it from here: two four eight five seven nine five two six zero. So Tim Cole, we're waiting on you. Could give us a call. My accent must be terrible because I can't read any of that. <laughs> it's the it's pretty bold at the top. So. Yeah, I can't read that oh, at all. Okay. Well, Did you not hear me say that I was the myth, the legend, Rambo Apocalypse? Um, that's I have pretty good eyesight yeah. because of that. So, it's like calling you Eagle Eye Josh. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, no I'm, I'm pretty much blind in one eye. So, yeah. So we um, before we get into the craziness that was wrestling this week. Um, I wanted to give our guest here a, a, a chance to promo all of the many amazing things that you do. So um, tell us about Mess Bucket Comics and what you got going on there. Uh, Mess Bucket Comics, that's my comic book company that right now I use to distribute my graphic novel trilogy, The Arcane Awakening. I actually brought you guys a gift. This is book one of The Arcane oh, wow. Awakening. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, is this the, the comic that has like the... The de- like the, the demon, demon dude. Yeah, that? Ravager. Yeah, he's in there. I'm scared. I don't know if I want to open the page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, basically um, there's a good guy group, bad guy group. One last battle between heaven and hell. Winner takes earth. My take on the ending to the Bible apocalypse story, without being preachy or churchy. Um, some of the popular characters, Mojo. Mojo's a descendant of Jim Morrison. So he drinks whiskey and speaks in all Doors lyrics. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and they, uh, cool. the demon bust that you were referring to is Ravager, one of the popular bad guys. He's a cannibal. As he eats people, he turns into a demon. And the more he eats, the bigger and stronger he gets, inspired by my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so <laughs> it was the most pure evil thing I could think of. <laughs> and I put it, you know, I took a negative made into a positive. But, yeah, so... I finished the trilogy last year. Does she know that? It, she's actually oh, listening. You're, you're we have her on the line right now. Uh, <laughs> She'll never find me. <laughs> um, yeah, um, she used to go by Frank. He's changed his name. Moves <laughs> states. Oh. I thought you said his girlfriend's name was Frank. I was so confused. <laughs> yeah, so that's uh, that's Mess Book of Comics, and we also go around <coughs> most of the Midwest. And uh, we're going out into New York and Toronto soon, all the different conventions, yeah. um, promoting the book. And I think we're going to do like 30-some conventions this year alone Wow, and awesome. by the time it's over. And we got um, Wizard World Chicago this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, there's so there, <laughs> there, there's so many like WWE people there and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wizard World Chicago is so always jealous. huge it's gonna be awesome. WWE guys. Well, I think time. Bailey is going to be there, my girl. Yeah, she we is. talked about it. We were like, should we try to go? Wizard World is so expensive. That's my one complaint. Well, yeah, yep. Josh you're not ba- alone. Josh Dodwell had an opening for me. That's why we were. Yeah, he was going to go Friday and get a tattoo. But uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. I met CM Punk uh, in 2012. He's just walking around. Nobody really like he he could walk around at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And he came and he took a look at uh, my my table and everything. And we we're oh, talking. That's awesome. I I missed. 
I played football at Western Michigan. That okay. was I played the year before Cole Cabana played there. Oh okay. wow! So and I didn't even know that Cole Cabana played football at Western yeah. Michigan. Yeah. So <laughs> so we actually had something in common. It was kind of crazy, but that's um, cool. Yeah, that's and we were talking about my charity, the Frozen Fish Fiasco. It's a yearly event. More information at frozenfishfiasco.com. Uh, it's the, there's the last outdoor hockey rink in Detroit is at Clark Park, which is right by the bridge. Yeah, it's at Clark Avenue and 75 exit, and um, doing this one event for seven years, an annual event, the weekend before the Super Bowl. And this last year, we had the alumni Red Wings playing. We were on channel two, four, and seven. It just shot through the roof last That's year awesome. for some reason. Yeah. So it's fun. We've raised over 100 grand for the park, and we're keeping it open. Playing outdoors is the way hockey is supposed to be played, and yeah. kids don't really get that experience anymore. It's kind of sad. That's um, well, a good cause, and I think it's uh, it's really impressive that, to hear how much money you've been able to raise and to keep something going like that for so long. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a the longevity. I was really impressed when you said seven years. It's like it seems like a lot of people try to do a lot of good stuff like that, but they can't figure right. out how to get it going. But it sounds like it's going strong. It's going well. It's a lot of fun. I really like it. It's it's crazy. These kids come from the suburbs, like you know, they, they got the, we, we bus them down there from the house to Shamrock's Bar and the sponsors for Motown Mojo Live. But they come down there, they're like, "Whoa, what's that bridge?" I'm like, "What?" They've never even been to Detroit. Yeah. They don't even know what the hell's going on. And I'm like, "What? Yeah. You've never seen the Ambassador Bridge? Not even in a picture?" Yeah, <laughs> is that Canada over there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But then. Uh, I was, I was actually, you guys, I was XICW, you guys were talking about, I was hanging out with uh, Richard Sadie last night, or Dickie Bronson. Yeah. Yeah, and we were watching the Dean Ambrose uh, Stone Cold Podcast yeah, interview. Yeah, yeah. It was so weird and awkward and cool. I don't know if you guys saw that. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah. Is it. I heard uh, it was like he wasn't acting like he was all there, just didn't, looked like he wasn't impressed or something. Is yeah. Is that true? Yeah. I see. Uh, okay, so be taken a lot I want to come ways. back to, <laughs> to your stuff, but okay, I yeah. was going to talk about this anyway, so it's a perfect segue. Yeah. It seemed to me like Stone Cold read like the wrong Wikipedia page and was asking, <laughs> he kept... Like he kept asking questions that Dean didn't want to talk about. Oh, yeah, that's okay. what it seemed like. Um, yeah. I, yeah. So I haven't seen. I just it, only heard. No, it was pretty. I thought it was pretty good, and I, I think the thing that I was most impressed about, and I <laughs> want to see what comes of it, is that he said that uh, Brock. The, they had that big match that yeah. we were all excited for. They did all that lead up with uh, you know Terry <laughs> Funk giving him the chainsaw and Mick Foley giving him the bat, and we thought, oh, this match is gonna be awesome, and then it didn't really deliver. Mm-hmm. He said that Brock didn't want to do anything creatively, and that mm-hmm. he was lazy. Right. right. And I was just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you calling Brock Lesnar lazy? That's <laughs> pretty awesome. I read some stuff, too, saying that like since Brock's drug issues with the UFC and all this stuff, that maybe the company is getting ready to try to distance themselves with from them, mm. and that the Orton-Lesnar uh, match is now going to be a, a much different match than what was originally planned. I really hope so. They need to... They can't go with this. Like I, I get it. You, if you have them break the streak, right? You wanna, you've, you've built so much like momentum with that that you have to use it and build him like this unstoppable beat. But you can't do that forever. Like someone's got to vanquish the beast eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna keep Brock around if it's worth it. Is he, is he that much of an attraction with these failing drug tests when they're trying to be the squeaky clean company? I don't know. He's an attraction to the casual fan. I don't think yeah. any of us care. Like, in this room, we don't care when he returns. It's not, like, the first return, sure, but not 
<laughs> now, like, yeah. Oh, oh, he's going to come back and bury a bunch of guys. <laughs> and he's just going to do suplexes. Cool. I mean, <laughs> I think there's. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he still goes over. But I think instead of having, like, the squash match that we saw, like, the first time he faced Roman, mm-hmm. or even, like, some of the Ambrose match, we're going to see more of Orton really, you know, Orton's going to hit a couple RKOs on him. And it's going right. to be more of a, a close finish, I think, versus more of the squash match that it could have been. Do mm-hmm. we think that Orton is a good candidate to defeat the Brock Lesnar reign? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think so? I, well, I well, think his early his early career building was him being the legend killer. Well, yeah, true. I mean, yeah. so they've they've established that he beat some of the biggest names in the in the company. And he's, he's beat everybody else. Yeah, and he's yeah. such a and <laughs> like him and, nobody left. <laughs> and, and Lesnar and Orton started around the same time, so they wrestled right. before. Yeah, and they, they have a bit of a history together, so it, it would make sense for him to if someone was to go over and him to try to start knocking Lesnar down the, off the peg a little bit, they build him up on. Orton would be a good one to start that streak. And Orton's someone that needs, I think, that um, was plagued by some... Was a, He's one of the best in-ring wrestlers they have. Um, and he's gotten a lot better on the mic, too. And I think that he's another mm-hmm. guy that has languished in the mid-card for way too long when he should be at the top. And um, this is a good way to... Uh, to bring him, put him back where he needs to be. Especially with... So if you look at SmackDown right now, like as far as like old guard who are kind of going to kind of like be the cornerstones you have him and Cena well we it's like what we've seen from Cena is that he's going to be leaving to do American Grit again and that he's going to take a smaller role so it makes it makes sense to me to to elevate Orton back to where he used to be I think heel Orton's so great too that they love oh my me, God, they yeah. love him be a heel yeah. again that like, run in like 2009 when we like when he legacy won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. yeah, like like legacy Orton's probably my favorite Orton ever. Yeah, that's what made me uh, like an Orton fan. It's like this guy can do everything. How many titles has Orton won? A, t- a ton. A ton. Yeah, yeah. I mean there was there was like there was a good span there where he it's was like ten and plus right for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're saying he's been in the mid card, and I'm like thinking about that. It does feel that way, but then he also has like ten plus world championships. No, no. Well, that's the thing is that they, he had this great run, and yeah. then he had a wellness violation or two. Yeah, and then he and then like it was. It he had some injuries like, too. Seemed mm-hmm. like his shoulder popped out of the socket like once every six months or something yeah. like that. Right, and then they kind of. Well, we were at that Monday Night Raw in Toledo where his shoulder popped out. Yeah, he, and he was just doing the like you know how they, like he amps up before he does the arcade. Yeah. Like, he was hitting the mat and his shoulder popped out. Is that right? Oh, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't do that as much as he used because he used yeah. to go crazy with it. That's the that that was the worst injury since Kevin Nash uh, pulled the Taurus quad just running into the corner. <laughs> like he's yeah. just, he's just pounding the the mat. He's yeah. not even doing a move. <laughs> well, Sami Zayn did the same thing last yeah, year. He was just amping up, up before the match. Yeah. <laughs> well, look at Enzo when he. A baseball slide got him. But that was like yeah. a concussion, though. You could see his head hit the man. Well, still, something as simple as a baseball slide. It's true, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, no, and then the same thing with, I mean, Seth Rollins, the sunset flip on, yeah. flip on the top He's done the sunset yeah, flip how many times? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's real easy to, it's real easy to Really? Get you jumped off the second rope. Yeah. It was, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> we just going to try to bring it up as many times as we can every so. episode. <laughs> yeah. I talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> My favorite part about Brock Lesnar, honestly, is when the music hits, like, that I know that I'm going to hear from Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah. no, that's, that's what I was going to say, too. My favorite part about Lesnar is Paul Heyman yeah, on the mic. exactly. I yeah. thought the promo he cut mm. on Raw two weeks ago was fantastic. 
Yeah, oh, God. He, it's always a home run with him. Yeah. He's unbelievable. <laughs> well, they, they, and I feel like, I mean, I don't know if he really wants to because I think feel like they brought him back just for Brock, but I feel like they could, like, even if they sour on Brock and maybe that goes away or whatever, they could still pair Heyman with somebody. Well, they did yeah. that for a while. They had him with Punk. They had him with Punk, but then they had him with Sarah for a short bit of time, too. Sarah was supposed to be the new Heyman man. And Curtis Axel. Yeah, yeah. Curtis at yeah. that point. Yeah. Well, they got to put him with someone where it's going to work. I mean, yeah. And they I just mean, re-signed him. Yeah. Uh, Heyman. I thought he would have been a great uh, general manager. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I, I think I think the problem is... I don't think he wants to work that is much. Is Heyman's yeah, worth... No, probably. Because last time he was general manager of SmackDown, like he was basically in charge of SmackDown. Was he general manager? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Back at the, during the first when draft. When he was the writer? Or? Well, no, he was, when he was the first... When it was the first draft, he was the... Yeah, well, he did. He did it all for a short bit. He was the he was the head writer when he was also. I think that was around the same time. He was time. also it was him and Stephanie yep. were running SmackDown, and he was also announcing for a bit. Like mm-hmm. he, he's just his worth ethic. You know, they make him the GM on screen. He's he's the one to do the GM behind the screen too. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But. I think he's been he's come out and said that he likes. Being there, he likes doing getting this, there on a Monday not, and then get leaving. This on way, a he doesn't <laughs> see Vince enough that they they get <laughs> right. they butt heads and stuff. So, did you watch the um, the uh, WWE Network special on him? My name is Paul Heyman. Yeah, oh, I haven't watched it yet. No, so good. Oh, it's must see. It might. It's a good. I, I it's, have it. I can bring it. Well, and they, well, they, I mean, they, they, they the spend a lot of time talking about Paulie Dangerous too, which is yeah. cool. They do, but there's like one whole disc is all promos, and it starts in the old yeah. like NWA days and all the way up to current. Yeah, his cell phone, the big yes, cell, Zach Morris cell phone talks about how he used to be like he got kind of yeah. like weaseled his way to become a photographer yes. at a club, and that's how he kind of moved into wrestling. And mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I know the story. I've heard him on several podcasts. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, it was a great, great thing. See, I'm a I'm a big you know stable guy, which we talked about this before. Okay. I would love to see. A Paul Heyman stable. They bring in Lesnar. They bring, you know, Cesaro back under it. And just give him, like, four or five guys where he's, like, in charge of. And just, that would be fantastic. <laughs> My buddy said there should have been a stable with all the guys with lisps. There should have been Cody Rhodes. It was, and Dusty could have been the manager when he was still around. And uh, Jack Swagger. <laughs> I'm actually kind of, I'm kind of surprised they never put Rhodes and Swagger together. They would have had a decent fit. I didn't even know he was still with the company until recently. Swagger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knew either. Well, yeah. well, he's another guy who, like, they pushed him. They gave yeah. him two championships. Uh-huh. He kind of messed up he a little bit. DUI in the fans. That's right. Got busted and, yeah, and the fans weren't really into him that much. And I've they always been a fan of Jack down. Swagger. Me too. Really? I li- yeah, yeah, I like him. He, he also got lucky that um, his gimmick with Zeb Coulter got him on Fox News. Yeah, true. Well, and CNN, too, picked yeah. it up. Yeah. Do you think anyone bought that hand shirt? I almost uh, there a couple a times. People, Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I like I like Jack Swagger. He's huh. I wish he was on TV more. Yeah, I'm I'm if if they have a strong amateur background, and they show it in the ring. Yeah, I'm usually I, a fan of them. I I, li- I like what he does. Yeah, but he's they, he's, he's his, always been one of my his days are numbered though because yeah. they just brought up two guys with the same gimmick who are mm-hmm. better wrestlers and better on the mic. American Alpha. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't mm. know. I have a soft spot for uh, soft spot in my heart for Jack Swagger well, for some reason. Any day now, Angle's gonna make it his return. I'm gonna so. punch you. In the- <laughs> so we're actually that's a good. Thank you. I have a segue for that. So that we're introducing a new segment to the show uh-huh. for Mike, the Kurt Angle fact of the day or fact of the week. <laughs> so this week's fact is um, 
I wanted to ask you, Mike, do you know Kurt Angle's peanut butter preference? <laughs> Probably crunchy because he's an asshole. Do you have the, the – the, do you remember the that, quote, that Ted? That is correct. That is correct. That's <laughs> the actual quote. Crunchy because I'm an asshole. Well, because I'm a man. He's like yeah, – Because I'm, I'm a man. I'm going to eat it like a man. That's yeah. what so said. I wasn't far well, off from so the actual quote. Of, um, Sounds like Matt facts. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Angle, Lesnar, and the UFC – Oh yeah, yeah I we, wanted we've, to talk about. Yeah, this. we've like Wait, completely just not even talked about that controversy. Well, it's it started it started last week, and we had yeah. quick you know, story, real too real much fast. juggling. So last night, I was at a two year old's birthday party. And I was talking wrestling with one of the guys there. And I was say with the two year old. Yeah. So what do you speak for after you were drunk and watching New Japan? Way before. <laughs> so uh, we're talking, and like his buddy chimes in and goes, "Yeah, I hear Kurt because he was saying how he." Only watched TNA because of Kurt Angle. And then his buddy's like, yeah, Kurt Angle's coming back to WWE. And I just, I wanted to say something so bad, but I don't know these kids (laughs) well enough to actually voice my opinion about the whole Kurt Angle situation. So you you don't like Kurt Angle? I like Kurt Angle a lot. I don't like that every week he's rumored to come back to WWE. Every every time he does an interview, Kurt Angle's coming back. Uh, He wants to be in the WWE. The WWE wants him back. Okay. Once it happens, I'm all for it. Yeah, but I'm just sick of hearing it every week. And when it hap- if it does happen, no one's gonna even care because they've been sick of hearing exactly. about it. Exactly. Yeah, it'll be <laughs> well, exciting for well, the moment, and then it's I will care. <laughs> I, what I love is that the, like nine out of ten of those articles are just clickbait. It's like yeah. it'll mm-hmm. be like Kurt Angle said that he's gonna come back, and then like nowhere in the it'll be like Kurt Angle. I read nothing with Kurt Angle he, in the headline yeah. anymore. <laughs> well, I read them just so I can mess with you. I, I know you do. What drives me nuts is those clickbait ones. It's like. Top WB star, just think about leaving, and then it just uh-huh. shows you like this random picture of the whole <laughs> roster, more or less. And it's like you know it's about Ryback, like it, you know, or the fact that like it was a big news cycle <laughs> last Top week. WWE star, yeah, or like last week the big news cycle was Ryback confirms he's no longer with the company. It's like that was confirmed three months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't he do, like, a video where he's talking yeah. about it, too? <laughs> he did a blog post on his Tumblr. I remember that. Yeah, like... <laughs> I didn't want... I didn't want to hear him when it was a promo in the ring. I'm not yeah. going to listen to him in the car. Yeah, it was... <laughs> it, was yeah, it was announced three months ago that his he, he was down WB, and then his last week his contract officially expired or something. And right. It was, like, for a week, like, a bunch of sites had, like, Ryback announces that he's done with WB. It's like, we already like, knew that. Like, that's a different thing. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> What were you saying about Lesnar with the uh, violation with UFC? You guys wanted to talk about that? No. no. Yeah, you, Conor you McGregor? Also. Yes. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. You are you? I, I, I don't remember the exact quote, but he basically said that WBE wrestlers were well, – I said line them all up and knock all their blocks off or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and then basically he was saying that, that, they're, that they're not tough like he is and that they're all overrated, including Brock Lesnar – I and they just, yeah, they just like, uh, like he basically just said, and then like he later like kind of like backtracked a bit with him, but like all the guys came at him and was giving him shots. Most of them, and Angle had like one of the best responses was like, "Hey, why don't you come take a bump and see how like, what you right. think of it?" You know, five bumps, I think he said, or something yeah, like that. yeah. Well, and it's funny because regardless of what you want to say about any of the rest of the roster. Uh, Kurt Angle would whoop pretty much anybody's ass because yeah. he's an Olympic gold medal wrestler, including Brock. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's what they—that's what they've always said—is that 
um, back in the day, like when they were so you know when Brock's in his in his prime and Kurt's in his prime, and they were they were you know they would mess around mess around and shoot wrestle that that Kurt Angle would, would kill him every time, right? And, yeah, and that there's a big difference between NCAA champ, champion and gold medalist. Um, Huge. Well, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. funny too because so Brock Lesnar was a f- three four times. I had a gold medalist with broken neck. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, like just add that. that just sprinkles yeah. on top. Lesnar was like a three or four time NCAA champion. Angle only won that one once or twice, but he continued to get better. Like so, yeah. he was his freshman year in college. He was good, but not great. By the end of his freshman year in college, he was one of the best, and then continued on to train for the Olympics, and then right. became in '96 became one of the greatest wrestlers this country's ever seen, and cried. Yeah, <laughs> one that with a freaking broken neck, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it was, and it was, you know, WWE wrestler, and it it it, it ranged from as serious as Rick stuff like Kurt Angle said, or Rick Fla- Rick Flair tweeted him several times. Yeah, saying you stole my gimmick, uh-huh. and it, he posted pictures of. Uh, Dolph I think like Rick Flair s- thinks everyone stole his gimmick. Well, yeah, yeah. sure. Um, you wear a suit, you stole my gimmick. I've been doing that since the 70s. I invented suits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and and, and the, he's posting pictures of, because Dolph Ziggler is also an NCAA champion, so he's like oh, yeah. posting pictures of him from college. And But then there's stuff like Xavier Woods or uh, Kofi Kingston saying, oh, man, Conor McGregor must have missed his bootios. You know, not yeah, really. Yeah. But it's just funny. I don't know. I mean – Obviously, we've seen examples of people that are much smaller yeah. being able to – but he weighs 170 pounds. Right. I feel like if he pr- tries to put like an arm bar on John Cena or something, he's just going to lift him. You know? Right. Yeah. Big Show takes dumps bigger than him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel like I, – I mean I feel like ultimately some of it was him just trying to talk – well, that's talk the thing. Smack. Is it a work? Is it a work? Is he trying to get a right. WrestleMania angle? That, is, yeah, is that's it what was, I was going to say. Yep. Like, are we going to see him in WWE in the future, <laughs> or a match? I think I don't think we'll see him as a wrestler. Well, no, do you, see a, do you see a, a match? sort of match or something? Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. To is see. that is this building up to something? I I don't know because I've my boss actually brought it up. I didn't even think about it because he told me he's like, uh, "Are you excited to see Conor McGregor in WWE?" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I guess that makes yeah. sense." Like, cause I didn't think it, about it at first. Or is it going to be? They're going to do like maybe Ziggler or someone does does a UFC fight against no, them. No, no not way. not Dolph Ziggler. No way. <laughs> no way. That's not going to happen. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing is, is you, is you don't really think about it. But so you like you look at Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho is someone that, that I've met. He's not a big guy. No, but he's still like fifty pounds heavier than right than Conor McGregor. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel I, like yeah. Conor McGregor. Uh, like if he loses another match in UFC, going to be irrelevant. Might, yeah, he might lose all his steam, and then he might be like, "Hey, at least I, uh, they know I know how to talk." And WWE, you might go there. Yeah, well, know. they are relaunching the cruiserweight division, so yeah, yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he could do that. Yeah, and, and they like they like athletes from other sports. Oh no! So I, yeah. almost, I almost feel like sometimes the best way to get a career in WWE uh-huh. is to go and have a, football. Go and have a uh-huh. mediocre to good career in another sport. Get injured and then become a WWE yeah. star. That's what Jesse Ventura said. He's like, I make all the money when I come back, not when I stay on the roster. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, no, I think I think um, I think Conor McGregor washes out, 
and he he approaches WWE, he signed immediately. I yeah. Think. I thought Chael no was going to come to WWE. Chael Sonnen. I thought he, I mean, he's got a golden tongue. Well, I think he's, <laughs> I think, didn't he end up, doesn't he do stuff for like Ring of Honor or for TNA oh, that's or something? Right. I think, I think he's like into wrestling, but he didn't want to come to like the big, the big company for some reason. For yeah. What, is he with that global Jeff Jarrett's thing? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. So, um, some more more uh, big news going on right now. I'm kind of torn right now because I don't know know how I feel about this. So, two. If, if you were to ask me, my two favorite people to be the young uh, Randall Calisian in the Han Solo movies. <laughs> this is not relevant. Donald, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Donald. Glover's oh, okay. One, I, I see where he's and going then Xavier it. Woods is now pushing yes. to be it. <laughs> he, he just set it up wrong. <laughs> well, that's <still laughs> but I see. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, I'm, I'm torn because either of those guys would be amazing in that movie. I'd rather see Xavier. Yeah, you know, I think he's got uh, his pers- just much more personality. And, yeah, but it's almost he almost has too much for Lando. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> Lando was cool and confident, and Xavier's. You know, I mean, his character, I guess. I don't know him personally, but it's very bubbly and, all. you know, like they are. I don't know if he could do a Lando, but it's a good. Xavier Woods is my, like, my dream and guest on this show. <laughs> yeah, he'd be yeah. awesome. Like, oh, I've heard him do some other interviews and, like, all his stuff on, like, I've seen, like, all his videos he does on YouTube and, like, yeah. his Instagram posts are always so golden. So I feel like I'm, I might be an, uh, a certified Lando uh, expert. Okay. My- my Twitter handle is Battle Battle of Tanab. Okay. It's an obscure Star Wars uh, reference. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you a general? They must have heard of my, my little maneuver at the Battle of Tanab. <laughs> um, and I think I think what we might get and why why Xavier Woods might would be a would be a good choice is I think that the Lando we meet in Empire Strikes Back is much more reserved than the Lando that Luke, or that Han used to run with mm. back in the day. That's a good point. Yeah. So it, might, it might end up working. People are hoping too that maybe they they these scenes or the, him being in the movie means you're going to see the Millennium Falcon change hands and it'll be you finally get to see this epic poker game they always talk about. <laughs> Sabak, yeah, Sabak, Sabak, poker. <laughs> get, get out of here! No, seriously, get out. <laughs> Thought I hit your face. You almost, for a almost it's okay. <laughs> Who was Xavier Woods in TNA? What was his Consequences name? Consequences Creed. That's right. He was the character okay. based on Apollo, <laughs> Apollo Creed, right. which he yeah. loved. And now there's another guy, uh, Apollo Cruz. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And didn't, didn't uh, Xavier Woods call him Apollo Creed by accident on Twitter? Possibly. Did he? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. That's right. Anyone? Uh, anyone? I, no. I, I thought I, I, thought I, I read that it. somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. I mean. I don't stock him enough on Twitter, though. No, I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> follow him. Surprised you don't know, I'm surprised you don't have push updates for him. Consequences Creed, I did not see becoming a star in, in WWE also, or we, anywhere. We, lo- we loved him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? We used to watch TNA. He was like one of the only things we liked. So, yeah. Like Kurt Angle, Sting, Consequences Creed. That was and Jay Lethal. Mm-hmm. Like, we loved. I didn't like Jay Lethal. I loved the machine guns. Oh, but, yeah, machine yeah, guns were too. <laughs> Jay Lethal was uh, in New Japan last night. Nice. Defending his ROH title. Nice. And Segway. Segway. So last <laughs> night I stayed up till 5.30 a.m. to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling's uh, G1 26, which is a giant tournament they have every year. Uh, it's the 26 one, actually. 
That's how that works. Crazy. So <laughs> it was the finals of it. It's a month-long, like, tournament-style whatever. And so Jay Lethal was was defending his ROH title again. I don't even know who he was against. Because I, I, I went in blind. I don't really – I'm not up to date on New Japan. You didn't take notes. I didn't take notes. He's probably drinking while he's I was drinking. It. Uh, <laughs> so. What else are you going to do at 3 a.m.? We used to drink and watch Ron take notes. Your notes <laughs> would just be really bad. Wait, you <laughs> didn't yeah, take yeah, notes, but you could be live tweeting every other thought you had. He was tweeting himself. Too. <laughs> yeah, I was like, tweeting myself. <laughs> so the main event was Kenny Omega. I don't know. I don't know who it was about. Kenny Omega against. It was... Why don't you talk about Motown Mojo Live? While okay, he figures this out over <laughs> no there. No problem. Okay. Yeah, that was. Yeah. I didn't bring that up. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So our show's called Motown Mojo Live. We're on from seven to nine Monday nights here on Podcast Detroit, and I came up with a name from the, my character I was talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We're looking for. We wanted to have music, an, an entertainment show, which always ended up in music, and. You know, it's me being a comic book guy, I tried to find a through line between music and comics. A lot tougher than you would think. You know, yeah. I, I thought of uh, Kiss when they put their blood in the ink. Yeah. But it's not like I was going to go and uh, use some type of Kiss reference and have yeah. Gene Simmons <laughs> sue me. Oh, to- yeah, <laughs> you know? totally. Whatever. But I was like, you know what? Why not? Uh, why not my character? He's a descendant of Jim Morrison. So we went with it and we kind of changed it up a little. We put the city of Detroit behind it for our symbol and. It's been a it's been a great time. I've been here. I think we were one of the first two or three shows they had on the network. So you were already here and established when we started. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's been a great time networking, meeting guys like everyone here, and um, all kinds of different guests on our show. We've had producers, directors, actors, actresses, models, comic book writers, all kinds of musicians, bands. Uh, rappers, hip hop, singers, everything that you know we can think of. We've even had magicians, which uh, you would think would work real well on ra- on podcast radio, right? Yeah, I, I can't believe that didn't work out well. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fun. Yeah, you can find out more at uh, MotownMojoLive dot com. We're on Facebook. Uh, again, we're live here Mondays from seven to nine on Podcast Detroit. Also, uh, messbucketcomics.com and the frozenfishfiasco.com has all the information. And we'll obviously we'll post all of this stuff in the okay. in the social media links for the episode as well. So, yeah, and also uh, I have to give a shout out to Dickie Bronson. Go to his page, XICW Wrestler. Told me to last night. I was drunk and I can't believe I remembered. But, uh, <laughs> he was. Um, We've had him on the show. He was one of yeah. our first guests. Oh, okay. Yeah, way yeah, back. Yeah, relatively early. Yeah. Yeah, probably within the first ten episodes he was on. Okay, cool, good guy. Yeah. Is it is it God loves Bronson kills or yeah something like that? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's Bronson kills. I can, I can never remember what God does. But Bronson, God, what, what Bronson does is more important anyway. Yes. <laughs> God loves Bronson kills. Got yeah. one of the T-shirts. Are you ready over there? I'm ready. Right, yeah, I, I can talk. I just I'm just gonna talk about the uh, the main event. So Hiro, Hiroki Gato versus Kenny Gato. Omega. Gato? No, yeah. different guy. It's not guy. Okay. No, nope, different Gato. guy. He was earlier in the night. Gotcha. Uh, versus Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega is the first, yes, uh, leader of the Bullet Club right now. Yeah, he's he won the match, first Westerner ever to win the G One tournament. So it was a big deal. Uh, He won, which was really cool. By where is it? Uh, The he did three finishers in a row. 
the Bloody Sunday DDT, which was Finn Balor's, the Styles Clash, and then he also did he did his finisher, uh, which I'm blanking on the name right now. But so he did all these three finishers, won the match. Bullet Club came out. He did this whole uh, speech where he was saying like, "I I'm here to stay." Blah blah blah. I'm, like Bullet Club, it rules the world. Uh, and then he cuts a promo in Japanese, which was he is up on his Japanese. It was crazy good, but it was a good match. Wait, and I recommend. Wait, do you speak Japanese? Do I? No, but the crowd definitely <laughs> was. No, if you heard this speech, he he was speaking it uh, very well. That's cool. And I think the, I recommend going the, the finding three it. Finishers. Watching. That's no. It was a nice homage to the because now because you do you do Prince Devitz who yep. left and is now Finn Balor, and then he was replaced by AJ Styles who so do the Styles Clash, yep. and then mm. yeah, it's cool. His, oh, uh, the quote when he won the matches, or not even when he won the match, during the match. Was I am the greatest wrestler in the world? End quote. <laughs> okay, so I recommend I recommend you go watch the match. It's yeah, it was it was entertaining. Uh, Pay per view, I, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's weird because I've I've never watched New Japan, especially live. But it was a it was a good experience. I'm going to try to watch a little more of it. I yeah. follow a lot of. <clears throat> on Twitter, I follow a lot of wrestling fans and other wrestling podcasts and a lot of indie wrestlers. And this morning, my Twitter feed was just all about that main event. It was, it was yeah, yeah, people were... New Japan's been on fire. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Especially this month with the tournament. Because uh, the past three matches Kenny Omega has, um, WrestleZone has been highly praising them and saying they're almost like match of the year. All three are contenders for match of the year. Well, and it makes sense that they're... Moving, they've moved this focus to, you know, putting titles and and stuff on on, on Gaijin, the the foreigners, yeah. because Jado and Gato, who 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 book there, are both huge oh, that fans. Was a Jay of, quote. <laughs> who are both big fans of uh, Memphis wrestling, so they like they're integrating the American style into their what's going on over there. And I think that's a big reason why it's gotten so popular as well worldwide. My favorite tweet about the stuff last night was. From uh, S Mike X thirteen to S Mike X thirteen, I thought the commentary would be in English, but the stream I am using is in Japanese. This will be fun. <laughs> well, yeah, because it, it was advertised as English commentary, like it was special. And uh, the one, uh, the first stream I found was not, but then I found a stream with the English commentary. Then you weren't drunk enough to understand Japanese. <laughs> I wasn't drunk enough to understand half the stuff that was going on. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys see that uh, Joey Styles was fired? Yes. Yeah. I I watched the video. Did you guys see the video? The interview? No, I haven't seen the video. I heard I heard that he was honest with how he felt about some stuff. And yeah, that. he was pretty honest. Um, Do you think it was fi- like it was anything fireable that he said that was so? Well, he kept saying in the video, "This is going to get me fired." Like this. Questions right. can get me fired, but he would answer the questions. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> like, I don't. Remember. You don't have to answer those questions. Yeah, like you see people uh, like do par- like say someone's doing a periscope and people are answer like asking questions. You know the people are reading those questions. They're like, I'm not answering that. Like, right? I, he could. I'm. I'm sure he could have picked and chose what questions he wanted, or to just answer. answer with the company line. You know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, I me- think he kind of mm-hmm. buried himself. We were on a podcast a couple of weeks ago with with Rhino, and uh, he was had just signed his new contract, and was like, 
there was a bunch of rules about what he could say. So he, he uh, they know what they can and can't yeah. say, yeah, and I don't yeah. think he cared. Well, you know, he was a big deal, and then they relegated him to being like the the web webmaster, you yeah, know, or mm-hmm. whatever. So he's. Probably. Fed I up. think I think he'll be back though. Oh sure. I, he's always been. People have burned coming and going. Way brighter than and, that. And, and he, yeah. yeah, that bridge. Well, he he barely even let that bridge on fire. And <laughs> someone will probably someone else will probably pick him up. Yeah. He'll probably. I would I would be surprised if he becomes the new English commentary for New Japan or Isn't Jr. The new English. Commentary no, he for he new just Japan? did uh, Wrestle Kingdom Nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or even. Well, he did, oh, I, you're right, but he does it uh, for the Access TV. Right, yeah. Right, right. So yeah, you are right. If you remember Joey Styles, like <clears throat> according to him, they didn't. He didn't want to work in wrestling anymore. He was done. He was going to do insurance or something like that. Yeah. And he, he kept. They kept bothering him. No, we'll pay you more. We'll pay you more. We'll pay you more. And then it's like I, I didn't know that anybody was that wanted to run a website. <laughs> you know, yeah. it, it's much more than a website. It's a huge yeah. deal. I know. But, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so I, he might be happy. Maybe he did want to get fired. I, I think he kind of did a little bit. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> the way. The video was it's just he kept saying, "I'm is gonna get me fired." Like, right? You if you knew that going in, or why why even ask those questions? That's my thing. So he, I think he kind of was like, "Whatever." Okay, he's, so I mean, we he's been with the company forever. So for, yeah, mm-hmm. for a long time. So we are running out of time, oh. but I want to make sure that we um, kind of do a little wrap up from XSCW two mm-hmm. thirteen before we. Um, Go off the air. So, Tab, you want to... Attack at the Yak? Is yeah. that where... No, no, no. So, because Attack the at the Yak... Oh. Yeah, the uh, 213. The, yeah, well, we discussed that pretty somewhat in She was last not prepared. Week. Well, I had the the <laughs> results for the the Saturday show. Oh, I thought you had <laughs> so the results for up. the Sunday show. No, I don't know if they posted it. Let me see here. No one's prepared. Well, no, I thought that's what we were... Sorry. No, that's okay. If you just um, pull up the... The match card. Well, you guys were at the Sunday show, though, right? So, what do yeah. you think? Yeah, so a week ago, man, I... No, I've seen a lot of think, wrestling though? in a week. Well, so, so it was a great. So it, uh, it, was, it was back to back. These two shows. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you think one show stood out better? You just think the fact that the two shows. No, were... they were. They both tore the house down. They were. Um, they were incredible. They, the Sunday show we saw a lot of rematches from the Saturday show, um, but it wasn't stale. Like the wrestlers found ways to do new and exciting things. Um, there, the, I think the major highlight from uh, the 213 was they had their the Motor City Rumble Royale where the um, the winner, so it's just like the Royal Rumble, so 30-man over-the-top battle royale, um, and the winner gets a shot at Hakeem Zayn's Midwest title. And so Gavin Quinn was number one, and, and he outlasted uh, everyone. He to, lost to, his match with Rhino. Oh, right, yes. No, he won his match. No, no he no. lost his match with Rhino, making him the number one entrant to the right, R- Rumble yeah. Royale. Rhino won the match, so he got to be entrant number 30. Right. Thank just, you. It you wasn't just, it was entrance big... number 29, a surprise entrance? Uh, I don't know if it was number 29, but yes, uh, Eddie Venom, the Motor City Monster, did return and wreak some havoc. Friend it was of the awesome. Show. Friend, yeah, <laughs> it was great. great. Friend of the show. Yeah. Um, we actually will be posting a clip of that soon. I've um, been editing it to make it cool and ready for the internet. Um, yeah, he came in and I was just like, you would have never known that this dude's been retired for a couple of years. He's still like... Oh, he came in and killed it. He killed everybody. It was, it was great. awesome. Um, I think he had to be eliminated by several people or he eliminated himself. 
So yeah, I, I can't remember the. He's a huge dude. I always forget. Like we see him on Facebook and stuff, and and well, you know, you see him in person. He's like sitting down at a con or something. He stands up. And you're like, oh my god, you're such a huge human being. <laughs> I'm about to say I don't feel smart on a lot of people, but I feel small around him. <laughs> I'm actually, good thing he's a friend of the show. <laughs> yeah. We ran into him and his wife at uh, Coney after the show too. Yeah. It was cool. That was my first. Um, indie show in over 10 years that I've been to. Really? The one on Saturday yeah. after yeah. the convention. Chill's a good one. I, yeah, I, you know what? I have to say there was a lot of people there. The The production values were really good. The cage match looked great. They got that thing up and down so fast, and then they used it for the entrance. I, I thought it was... They did an excellent well, job with it. more shows. Yeah, I, mean, I do. Honestly, hmm. that one was in a... Was in a bigger, uh, bigger and different venue, uh-huh. but the the match quality and all that sort of stuff is it was no different than um, right any other time. I mean, they they brought obviously they brought in OI 4K and they brought in Matt Cross and mm-hmm. um, I think Nate Matson doesn't always wrestle XICW, so they brought him in. Um, so that that stuff was a little, but they the they every other month they do a best in Detroit where they bring in extra talent. Okay. Um, but even but even your homegrown shows, your your Sunday shows like the the two thirteen, there weren't really any. Well, no, there was extra people left over from Saturday, but they're just the, they. The shows are always really good. Like I and I've I've been to a lot of other indie promotions that weren't that were uh, not good at all. Yeah, weren't so great. So yeah, this is it's really good. I've never I've never left disappointed. It's always really entertaining. And I and I was gonna say Gavin Quinn. This G- Gavin Quinn. Um, Always tears the house down. Yeah, I think this is, match with Hakeem Zane. He's is just be getting better and better. Phenomenal. I think uh, he, Hakeem has a, he's going to have a run for his money. When both those matches with Matt Cross, the Hakeem Zane Matt Cross, they're matches great. Were I hope they keep bringing Matt Cross back. Just yeah, but I will say we we told Matt Cross last week that we were all Hakeem Zane marks and that. It, you know, it was kind of his job to make us Matt Cross marks, and he definitely succeeded. I, I was already. You, you know what I thought was cool too. And <laughs> I, I've I saw him wrestle on SmackDown before, but it's totally different live. Is Zach Gowan? Yeah, like yeah. Wow, and he he can take one hell of a power bomb. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> I thought he was gonna go through the mad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> man, oh man! Like, and it's it's if, for those of you that don't know, he's a one legged wrestler, and he he can go. Like, yeah, he. It's cool to see live. It's it, really it is cool. just watching mm. him do his stuff because he's doing it so well. You almost forget. Yeah, he's one legged, yeah. and it's. It may I don't know. It's it's he makes it makes really it, easy. Well, yeah. just, it looks like just no watch big deal. Ninja Warrior, you know. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even I make. That. I couldn't even make the first jump, <laughs> <I> know. you <laughs> know. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> So. <laughs> I don't know what to say after that. Uh, well, so we're actually up against the time limit, though. We gotta get going. So this has been uh, episode forty-six of the Top Rope Review. Uh, big thanks to for to Dominic for being here from uh, Mess Bucket Comics and Motown Mojo Live. We're gonna post all his stuff on there, so you can check out uh, the Arcane and check out a show and go to the the fundraiser next year. Um, and uh, big thanks to Scarlet and Graves for giving us some sweet clothes to wear and big thanks to Fong Down Beer Company for keeping us well hydrated <laughs> uh, if you ever want to uh, or don't, sorry, I'm skipping ahead here uh, make sure you check us out on topropereview.com uh, facebook.com slash topropereview, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, topropereview and if you ever miss any of our episodes live you can catch them on SoundCloud or iTunes within a day or two of the broadcast 
or just contact me and I will read you a script of the whole episode. <laughs> will also sells uh, cassettes of the podcast out of yes. his, the trunk of his van. So, yep. Cool. <laughs> yep. Kicking the old school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so catch you guys next week. Oh, ne- next week we will have uh, the mysterious Movado nice. guest in studio. So Sweet. Probably be talking DDP yoga and some uh, ghost next week. So that I'm really looking forward to it. Thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate oh, it. Thanks for being yeah, here. Thanks for coming on. See you guys. Yeah, we're good. Have we ever had a show where we didn't like get not get to something because it was we, <laughs> show so the hour goes like, so, yeah yeah so fast. Yeah. How long is your show? Two, Two hours. Yeah. We were planning on doing one hour. We started and then. Every show's just been two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The musical part kind of makes it a little more difficult. How do you to... do the musical thing? Like, do you have like full bands on? Yeah, they um, for a while they didn't mind if they had a little amp, you know, just like for the bass player or something. As long as it just turned down, but now they want they don't want any amps. Oh, really? So it's usually just acoustic. They're in here. Um, Are they in here? The other one. Oh, you're in the other one. Yeah. Um, but it's good. I, I think it's. What I like about it just changes up. It's hard to listen to something for two hours, just talk, 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 yeah. you know? So some people, like, just tune in for the music. <laughs> that's that's fine. At least they're tuning in. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I think, I think we, we've always flirted with maybe in the future going two hours. It's just but, a matter of But then we, because yeah. there's always times where fr- I'd rather be, here's my thing about it, I'd rather be, You'd rather meeting material and, and miss, and miss yeah, something than, have to than dump try something to than try to add stuff. Right. With wrestling, you can have a busy week or a slow. Oh yeah, we do. Yeah. That's my only thing about it. I mean, True. yeah, there's always something you can talk about, but if I, I don't know, I, I'm a little worried about going to get my that's, but, yeah. that's at least there's wrestling every week. Yeah, that is you know, true. You can always there's talk no about it, but of content. Right. We don't even right. like we've. We don't even cover T. We don't even attempt to cover TNA, uh-huh. and we have like no desire to. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't even yes. watch it anymore. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we watched it. We watched it during like the main event mafia days. That's it. Uh, yeah, I, that was when it was at its best. I think when it was watchable at least. Yeah. Do you guys know that ROH is on TV twenty Detroit at like two AM? I found that out like a couple yeah. weeks ago. Like I- you're listening to a previously recorded episode of the Top Rope Review Show.